I walk the streets with my swagger on supernatural Facing a million opponents and my role is to act alone Lights, camera when the action's on Where I'm home is a battle zone A vigilante in the catacombs But I rock with a hot shot like a clock When it's cocked popping let us roam People say that my hand is gone But it's them same people who needed my help When I'm heading home in life They say that everybody got a purpose So I roam the city streets like Fox sang in the surface The hot shot sharpshooter superhero Destined to shine like light through the dark and evil I fight for what's right in the hearts of people And try to open y'all eyes cause it's hard to see truth You ever feel like everybody's the same but you different? That's when you know you're here to make a difference you got a choice to make stand up or stand down Fight or flight, get up, bang out the world's weight You can't wait to see what you about to show It's your boy, Most Epic, and this is Chat and Draw. Welcome to the show. This is the show where we chat and we draw. Yes, yes, episode 245. I hope you're all good in the building. Very excited. You know, act real excited. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be back. You know what I'm saying? Be back in the chair, to be back at the table doing this thing that I do, all right? So, you know, I took like 15, 20, 30, 40 weeks off, right? And uh, my interns, they ran the show. They ran the show for me. They did an excellent job. But I, I, I do have to admit, when I got back in this chair last week, it felt oh, good. It was, like, exciting. You know what I'm saying? Like, like uh, you remember in Blade, Blade 2, when that vampire, uh, the main vampire, he had dude by the throat and slammed his face in the car. And then he, like, he, he drunk his blood. And it was like, yeah, that's how it feels. That's how I feel. That's, I'm, I'm excited like that right now. So, uh, yes. Uh, so, you know, we got... Uh okay okay um we got we got some stuff going on 
multitasking. The show is always growing, right? We're always advancing. Show's always growing. We've got uh, new, we got, we've added another co-host to the show, okay? Okay, but we'll get to that. Let me get you caught up on these FSK things. Freestyle Comics, uh, fsknow.com is where you can get all our books. And I'm super ecstatic about this because we're about to get ready to launch our, first, our next Kickstarter, our first Kickstarter of the year. Now, we have been holding off on our Kickstarter because we have two other Kickstarters that we're currently fulfilling. And when I say currently fulfilling, I mean shipping. <laughs> I mean that we're shipping on them bad boys now. Okay, that's what's happening. Five star, green zone, all in process of being shipped. Um, so you guys are starting to see the merch go out and stuff. And today, oh, I got the pin. I got the green zone pin. Can you see that? Oh, that looks so cool. There it is. Look at that bad boy. That is official green zone police work right there, okay? Then these are adorable. These are adorable. Look at them. Oh, look at that's another keychain because, you know, we do these keychains out here, all right? But Virgil, baby Virgil. Baby Virgil on a keychain. This ain't a game out here. This ain't a game. One more. One more to keep it rolling. <gasps> five star. Hey, this is so funny. Tony created five star, right? And um, I was in a chat with Tony updating him on everything. And I was like, yeah, we're about to get ready to order everything so we can continue shipping. And he's like, what about you get the keychains? I was like, nope. And he was like, what you mean? I was like, I didn't get the keychains. And he was like, I'm going to prove you wrong here. And he looked at the Kickstarter. He's like, so people ordered the keychains. You got to get the keychains, sir. I already ordered the keychains, Tony. Don't. Tell the publisher how to do their job. I've been sitting on that for a whole day, Tony. I got this coming. All right. So, by the way, I'm petty. But look, though. Also, <laughs> coming up is the Urban Nerd Con. And Freestyle Comics is featured there as a premier comic book guest. We got to loads of guests and other comic book creators coming out there. And if you didn't see the poster, which I'll show it later, uh, the FSK characters is everywhere. Also, if he wasn't paying attention to social media, FSCon is on, baby. It's coming back November 3rd through the 5th, Freestyle Comics annual event. We are at a school, and it is going to be incredible. Oh, my goodness. We have so much planned, and we have so much going on there that I don't even have it all figured out yet because it's all still up in here. But we're going to make it happen. All right. So our first Kickstarter back after we get on shipping is going to be Epic 21. I want you all to be ready for that. I want you to be ready for it because Epic 21 is a battle card game. It's like Blackjack with superpowers featuring freestyle comic characters, all right? We're not playing. It's not a game. And a shout out to Fish Lee. He has a new book coming out, all right? It is it's called. <laughs> I sh that is the title. It is a warrior man with wings, and, and he is very violent. He is very violent. What up, Katie? Um, so... Yes, uh, it's, it's, it's go it's go uh for his following link. I have to double check that. Don't quote me on it. But look, enough for the catch up. Let's get into the show. All right, so let's bring out my host, my co-host, the hostess with the mostest. She's out here doing things, kicking and enjoying life, and she finally made some time for us as she came back from just enjoying the world. Omega was in the building, y'all. Hello, hello. All that energy you just brought made my tooth stop hurting. You you, you, brought, it. you brought it and you are correct. I am back and I am outside. 
<laughs> it's so good to have you back on the show. Amelia uh, started co-hosting with me a few months ago, and then I went on a hiatus, and she went out here and took care of some things. But she will be appearing on the show every other week because your girl is popular. She's on another podcast at the same time as ours, so she'll be here every other week. All right. But now we have a new co-host, and she is the coloring co-host. You might have remembered when she took over for me for a little bit during the internship. We thought she did so good. We went ahead and made her official. Sophie's in the building right now, everybody. Hey, I'm so honored to be back. It is so good to have you. So this is going to be very interesting because uh, now this involves me having to have prep work. So I've got to have the picture kind of drawn out already and get it finished so I can airdrop it to Sophie so she will color it while we are continuing on. So we, we raise the bar on chat and draw as the show mm -hmm. continues to grow. But hey, it would not be chat and draw if we did not introduce our actual special guest. It's been a minute since he's been on here. Very excited to have him back. And we're about to do it in regular chat and draw fashion. <laughs> Wait a second, a new opponent has interrupted the tournament. What's up, man? How you doing? Um, I don't know because I don't think I can match the energy level you have right now. Right. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I feel like I need my own moniker. Like you have the most epic, uh, you know, Victor has the, you know, the hardest working man. Danny calls himself the quickest person or something like that. I need a moniker or something because I feel Danny like calls himself what? Like, I, he calls himself the quickster or something like that. And, you know, Morgan's the most angry, so... I, I need something. I need something. Awesome. Well, maybe we can figure that out for you tonight uh, before you leave or whatnot. But, uh, okay. Kyrie, you have uh, you actually have several titles. You are a publisher, sir. Uh, it's been a while since you've been on here. Give us a quick update and catch us up to what it is that Kyron does. Uh, Kyron is. Kyron, Brad says I'm the eldest. Okay. That, we're still going with that old joke now. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, I'm, my name is Kyron Silva from Taurus Comics. I am, like I said, a publisher. I'm also a writer and an artist. Um, I letter my own stuff if need be. I do everything in I can to save a buck because I am struggling artist just like most of the people. So um, I think the last time I've been on here, we did, I think we did Saw. Since then, I've produced Star, no, we did Starcore. Uh, so yeah, since we did then, Starcore last time. Yeah, uh, since then I've been working on Saw 4, but I've also been doing a bunch of other stuff for other people. Like I did um, a book called I Drive for Server for Sean Barbour and his company. I did a Ballad of the Black Rose for Danny J. Quick, which actually launches to, mm, either tomorrow or Friday on Kickstarter. So I believe it launches Friday, but if he gets 100 follows, he's going to launch it. We're at 110 already. Oh, then he lied. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you know, that, that's what Danny J. Quick does. That's what Danny J. Quick does. So, all right. So, we're going to call uh, Danny the liar. That's, that's what you're saying. <laughs> all right. So, uh, it's been a minute since I, I've drawn salt. So, uh, I, I had to bust her out. And you know what? I got a little jealous, Kyron. I, okay. I saw your updates. I saw your posts. I saw, I saw, your, I saw a girl vest. Uh, vest went ahead and hooked you up with a couple uh, variants over here uh, with your character. I saw that. I saw that was hot fire. And I was like, you know what? I got a crusher. 
So uh so we had oh. to come on here and uh we 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 gotta get it back in. All right. Okay. All right. I'm I'm, I'm down. You did a variant for me for issue three, which was killer, you know. Um, so I'm, if you want to challenge her, you can, I, I don't know though. That's, that's, she did better than anybody so far. Mm. Hey, and I, and I, and I don't take it away from her. I absolutely don't take it away from her. Uh, it's a compliment that I'm coming for her throat right now. So, mm. uh, very, very hungry, uh, to take this title away from her. She did an amazing job. Okay. You're right. If she didn't, it wouldn't be happening right now. You're I'd right. I'd be drawing right. somebody. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I, I appreciate anybody that actually does fan art for me. Um, any of my characters, I, I love seeing anybody draw it. So when I reached out to her, I was like, hey, I need a new I need a new cover for my issue one I saw. Just because my original cover, I loved it, but it didn't focus on the character a lot. So she was like, you know what? I got you. Um, she busted out in like a day and a half on her live stream on Twitch. And I got to watch the whole process because I was just sitting here just mesmerized by every line stroke that she did. I was like, all right, this looks killer. And I'm glad I got it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, either way it goes, I love it. And it, it is the, my favorite cover that I've seen out of your books that you've had so far. She did a great job, but it is uh, time for us to go in. Yeah. So, and, and we have the new challenge because I've got to get this done fast enough for Sophie to be able to cover it. <laughs> right. What's your uh, time frame on this then? Uh, I'm going to try to get this done. What time are we at right now? I got all my Maybe speech. Okay. I'm going to try to get this done before nine. So our last half an hour, Sophie closes us out. <laughs> okay. The well, pressure's I mean, on me. If you want to go by my time, it's only 5.15. So that gives you like four hours almost. Oh, I got plenty of time. <laughs> <laughs> so just, it's all about how you look at things. It is. <laughs> That, that's the great thing. One of the great things about Kyle, he has an amazing perspective. He will flip it on you in a minute. And I got to say, being on this side as a guest while looking at our streaming platform is unnerving a little bit, man. Like I'm used Why? to, I'm used to controlling things on Four Tales Podcast. So this is like, <laughs> I want to touch this. I want to get graphics going. I want things happening here. This is out. This out of my realm a little bit. It's been a while since I've done this. Mm. So actually, tell us about your uh, podcast that you have on the uh, Agents of Geekdom Network. Uh, well, that is called the Four Tales Podcast. I am the host of it, along with the uh, mentioned Danny J. Quick, uh, where we interview, just like yourself, other combo creators. Uh, but we, our goal is to have a way to have our listeners find their next favorite comic. And we go from person that are self-publishing their first book to people that have been publishing books for the last 40 years, like Last week, we had uh, Dinesh Shamdasani, who is the CEO of Bad Ideas Comics. He also used to run Valiant Comics back in like the early 2000s. Mm. Uh, week okay. before that, we had the amazing Ryan Benjamin from Marvel and DC and Image Comics, if you're familiar with him. And, you know, we we're not having a show this week because both Danny and I are doing some things for Free Comic Book Day. But next week, we're going to have Greg Burnham on. And we're gonna have a fun time. We have it's about a forty-five minute show where we just talk, find out about them as creators, and then you know, Danny has some weird thing that he calls the quick takes, where he stalks their social media and asks them random questions about it. That is the one thing I really enjoy about your show. You guys are super organized, and you would think that that's a little thing. It's not. It's an, uh, it's an incredible asset that you guys have, and your segments are really clever um, that you have on the show. But I'm gonna shut up. So my other co-host can can get in on the conversation <laughs> and I can dig in on the drawing. 
Well, I mean, I'm going to obviously be coming from a different point of view because it's my first time talking to you, Kyron. And I have to say what stood out most was the fact that it's called Taurus Comics. And I just <laughs> happened to be a Taurus. My birthday was last week. Okay. So I'm just Happy curious. Happy where birthday. did that name come from? The tour. Thank you. <laughs> the Taurus Comics. Uh, I am a Taurus also. My birthday was two weeks ago. Okay, happy belated um, birthday. Thank you. <laughs> and, you know, I started off on with another company called Big Tree Comics, and that was a, a, a vision of my own that I did with a, a couple friends of mine. And things went sour with them, and I decided I needed to go on my own just because I felt like I was stagnant at the time. And mm -hmm. I was floating around other ideas, and my wife was like, you're always proud of being a tourist. Why don't you just, you know, call it Tourist Comics? And it was down to Tourist Comics or Donut Comics. And I was really leaning towards donut comics. I had this idea that I'd bring like a box of donuts to every show. But then I found out somebody already took that. So I was like, all right, default tourist comics. Sounds good. That's Sounds crazy. Good. <laughs> uh, that makes, I'm also a tourist. That's crazy that we're uh, all three. Of, yeah. Because you know, you we're awesome. Just, Dude. <laughs> this is just called most we're tourists at this so point. We're so hard on us. It's crazy. It's crazy. How <laughs> oh, is your birthday, Sophie? Uh, this Sunday, the seventh. Wow! Happy birthday! Cool. Yeah, happy <laughs> early birthday to you. Why? Thank Actually, you very much. My nephew's birthday is on the eighth. It's also a tourist. Oh my gosh! May yeah. is just a. Everyone is born in May. It feels Tis like the right season. Now. <laughs> I guess so. Oh my gosh! That just means our, our parents were very busy in July, or <laughs> like, is that August, September, somewhere in there? July, August. <laughs> yeah, August. you know, they're they little, were up to something. They're Shut in, probably. <laughs> they had them little shorts on. It was the summertime. Okay. Um, <laughs> Things got too heated. Sorry, mom. <laughs> oh my god. Well, um, I I really want to know like how you got started with comics. Was it something that mm. you knew that you had this talent as a child, or was it something you discovered later? But like, how'd you get started? Um, I've been drawing just for fun since I was a child. Um, mm -hmm. It's just something I've always loved, and I've loved comics since I was a child, so the medium was just perfect for me. But I, I never really envisioned myself being able to do it as a career, um, mm -hmm. so it was just a hobby. I just kept drawing through high school and, and college, took some classes here and there, but nothing really fit for me. Because back when I went to college, and I'm going to probably date myself, um, I'm a little older, but there weren't a lot of comic related courses everything was lifestyle drawing or figure drawing which is great for it but they don't show you how to actually draw a comic book which is a different talent in itself it's a different aspect okay. so i was bored really quickly like i was telling my friend the other day i was like i my first year in college pokemon um debuted here in the united states and my last class which was my art class was the same time pokemon was hearing <laughs> so i skipped 80 percent of my art class so I can go home and watch Pokemon, but still got an A in the course. What? Because <laughs> I, I made sure I turned all in my assignments. I knew what it was. I was like, I'm going home and watch Pokemon. Um, but it wasn't until about like 10 years ago, I was just Googling how to make a comic. Because my wife was like, you're always drawing. You're always, you know, doodling things. Just try to make your own comic. And at that point, I didn't realize what it took to make a comic. I, I, I still thought in my mind this was like a a fictional thing that only a certain elite few could do. Mm -hmm. And I Googled it and I was like, I could do this. I could make my own book. Um, 
And then from there, I was just hooked on it. I was just like, I, I have to do this now. Every day I wake up, I have to create. I have to draw. I have to, to do something creative because this is a drug for me. And then about, God, this is 2003. So about five years ago, I had the opportunity to do this full time. My wife came home. She said, you know what? I'm making enough and you make enough, you know, doing the few events that you're able to right now. Why don't you just try doing this full time? And I was like, bet I'm going to do this. <laughs> I, cause I, I was working at Progressive Insurance and it was a fine paycheck, but it just wasn't what I wanted to do for a living. It, it, it drained me. I was you know, depressed. I was anxious all the time, but it, there was this dread feeling every time I went to work and I don't get that as much anymore. I don't get that when I, when I do comics, I get to have a passion. It's in my career choice. That's what's up. Yeah, that's amazing. And that's definitely a blessing to be in a situation where you can pursue your passion full time. Like, that's mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah. Shout out to the wife, Mrs. Taurus Comics. Hey, yeah. <laughs> she put that down. She put that down. Yeah, and this is our, our 20th year of marriage this year. So oh, I, I have wow. to be extra nice to her. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, that's We're going to Mexico. Okay. Oh. Nice. Be safe. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we might not come back. It depends. I don't know. <laughs> if you can work for Mexico, hey, why not? Um, so how, how did you and Most Epic get connected? God, it must have been through Facebook, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, he's in Ohio. I'm in California. So definitely through through Facebook. I think it was through a mutual friends. Like I, I'm pretty sure I saw Chat and Draw or some other show he was on. And I was like, that energy that he has just sucked me in. And I'm pretty sure I was just like, hey, um, can I be on your show? I got comic books I want to promote. And he was like, hell yeah, you can. Um, and there, there's something about Mike when you when you just see him and he's being Mike, you, you're, you just gravitate towards him, you know. And I'm the complete opposite because I'm an I'm a introvert by nature. So... Mm -hmm. When I'm real, when I'm near somebody that's an outgoing extrovert, I, I I focus on what they're doing all the time, and I I try to pick up what they're doing. Wow, that's awesome! Is that the same story you would tell? Most epic. Uh, I I would say that is correct. Okay, I would concur with that. All right, I don't want to keep Sophie in the uh, in the back there. Did you have anything <laughs> to say, Sophie? Uh oh, did she? Oh, did you pose up? Oh, oh snap. And I thought I had the bad internet. I do. So I might cut out later. So, you know, just act like it's all good. I'll be back. That's okay. Uh, hold on. So as far as your um your characters go, like, where do you draw your inspiration from? Um, Well, like for, for Saw, um, that's actually inspired by my wife's culture. She's uh, Hmong, which are uh, people from Southeast Asia. So I'm taking a lot of the ideas from their culture. Um, my other book I've done is Ruby from Planet Oz, which is uh, a sci-fi take of the Wizard of Oz. So I'm taking ideas from the movies and the books of that genre. Uh, the first story I've done is Shaman's Destiny, and that's just a you know fantasy adventure. So I, I basically try to take my ideas from anything I can think is going to be an interesting story. Um, there's so many amazing, you know, places that you can get an idea from. I try to take it for anywhere I can. Wow, that's awesome. And then also just kind of 
solidifying your family's legacy. Like that's such a cool thing to bring in the uh, the culture from your wife as well. So I'm sure yeah. she appreciates that. <laughs> she does at times, but then she's like, "You're just stealing ideas from me. Like you're cultural, you're culturally appropriating my 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 culture." And I'm like, "I'm not necessarily." <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm admiring know. it yeah, exactly. and being inspired by it. What are you and talking I, about? I'm telling her, I, I'm trying to bring her culture to the forefront in a way because most people don't know who Hmong people are. People know that they're, you know, Korean, Thai, Chinese, Japanese, but there are so many other cultures in Asia that people don't even talk about. So I'm like, I'm just trying to introduce your people to the world more than anything. Right. And I'm sure she has access to that bank account. So yeah, you're good, right? <laughs> exactly. She does. She does. <laughs> Um, not to get too personal, do you have children and are they into comics as well? I have three children. Um, one is an adult already and the other two are um, middle school and elementary. Uh, none of them are really into comic books. They love the comic movies, they love the MCU, DC, all that. But they're into comics. They do read mangas, though. So there's a version of comics they're into, but they're just not into American comics at this point. Okay. But they love so, manga. We, we actually, as a family, like manga. Yeah, and even as a family, we watch it like animes as a family. It's like our family time. Oh, that's sweet. It's a whole nerdy family. I am here for it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, you brought up Marvel and DC, so I have to ask: Marvel or DC? Marvel, just. Marvel by a mile. There, the amount of characters that I love that are in Marvel are are way outnumbered DC. And, and I do love The Flash and I love Batman, but my heart's all Marvel all the time. I feel it. I feel it. That's that's good. You can stay on. Thank you. Welcome back. So <laughs> Thank you. I love that Thank you said I could stay on, though. <laughs> Like, oh, I didn't have any control over that. That's the crazy part. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sophie, I was just asking him at Marvel or DC. So, since you're, you know, oh. I'm getting to know you as well. So, I got to ask you too, Marvel or DC? Ooh, I think I always liked X-Men growing up. Like, that was my favorite. Yes. Okay. Mm, so. That's a smart answer. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to leave it at that. I don't want to, you know, <laughs> make anyone too angry. Okay. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. That's I, had to, I had to ask them if, it, if they were Team Marvel or Team DC since, mm -hmm. you know, I'm getting to know our, you know, two new people. Well, our guests and our another co-host. Oh, oh my God. Okay. Well, what about and Mike, though? I don't know Mike. Is Mike, what are you, Marvel or DC? My, my preference is Marvel, but I like all comic stuff. So okay. unlike a lot of people that are out here right now, I am all for DC succeeding. I want good DC movies. Sure. So I want, yeah. I, I am very, very interested in what James Gunn is about to do. Um, that's it. But I'm a Marvel <laughs> Like, I'm going I mean, to Guardians of the Galaxy. too, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> I'm going to see Guardians of the Galaxy this weekend, and I am ready to cry. I, I was just about to ask about that. I'm excited too. I thought about going to see the um because at a couple of the AMCs they're doing the first two and then the third one. Mm -hmm. 
I'm not going to be able to do that because that's a lot of hours in my day. Um, but I am going to see it this uh, Friday. I'm, I'm super excited. I don't want to cry, though. I don't want to cry. No, I know. I want to be cry. punched in the soul. <laughs> You're going to cry. I want, I want the hurt. Yeah. Oh, geez. Okay. I'll yeah. bring my tissues and be ready. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I kind of love when movies get me like that, though. It's a rare instance. Well, yeah. And this one has earned it. I, the, this, the Guardians of the Galaxy right now has a very good potential. It has a very good potential to now take the throne, in my opinion, from Captain America, uh, the Captain America trilogy. I think the Captain America trilogy is the best trilogy at Marvel right now. Hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, if they close out strong with this one, they, they take the title. We love, and if I'm not speaking for you, then, then I'm not talking for you. Don't get offended. Um, they have no, all offended. the characters. <laughs> We we love all these characters. I, I am I can't wait to see Rocket's origin because for Rocket to be as cynical and 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 douchey and assholey as he is, he's got to have a super sad origin. Yeah. Whatever Chris Pratt was screaming at, where the slob was coming out of his mouth, I don't want it. But I know that scene is about to hurt. My boy is going through it, and and Drax is about to get sentimental. Nebula. She's all the way in on the family. Gamora is trying to fight it, but she she's starting to like the group and all that. And and I'll come and oh, I want all the pain and the love. I want it all. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that even if Guardians Three is great, I don't think it can top Captain America. Just if you look at Cap One, Two, and Three; they're all phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Guardians Two was good, but I don't think it was as good as Guardians One. It, it fell a little flat, that. especially at the end of part, part hmm. two. Um, it was still good, but just there, I don't think it had the same charisma as part one did. And maybe we were just expecting somewhat more, but I don't think it, and, it hit that same level. And I can understand if people say that because Guardians 2 hit me different because I instantly connected with Yondu and Rocket's connection. And sure. Um, when Yandu hit Peter, because I and, and I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker. I wear my I wear my feelings on my sleeve with these movies. When Yandu hit him, where he ain't, he may have been your father, but he ain't your daddy. Your boy, like, what? Mars. <laughs> like, yeah, instant, I got you. Instant feels. I got you. And I'm, like, I'm and excited. And I'm Peter excited because I want Warlock. What'd you I say? Want Warlock. I want oh, Warlock. Okay, yeah. I, I'm a huge Warlock fan. Uh, don't ask me why. I, I just. Something about this dude that thinks he's perfect um, is just fascinating to me. So I loved him in the, in the comics. So I'm excited to see what they do with Warlock. But when you say it's going to beat Captain America in the trilogy that Cap set. That's a tall uh, order. No, no, you're absolutely right. It is. But this Guardians movie has done something uh, better than the Avengers did, which was create a dysfunctional family that you care about in all aspects. Yeah. That seem very that seems very genuine, and you cheer for each one of them, and it, it's that family part, it's that connection that's gonna sell this thing, and this is goodbye to this band of guardians. This version of the guardians are not gonna be together any longer. This is gonna be the last iteration that we see of them together in the MCU. Some of them may continue on, some of them may go other places, but they will never be together as the guardians of the galaxy like this again. And Chris's uh. Uh, his journey, his story has been great. 
I mean, even in the Christmas special, you have seen, he's still a clown, but yeah. you've seen him mature a lot. And he's taking this way more seriously. And, you know, he's trying to be that leader. Nebula is, she's just incredible. She's like this perfect little fit in there. Like, dude, when I can, I'm terrible with names, but uh, James Gunn's brother, who's in the movie, who, who has Yondu's arrow. Uh, Sean Gunn? Yeah. When freaking P uh, Peter gave him that damn, that damn arrow, man. I got choked up again when he, and then when he saw the colors and he, he couldn't control that emotion and excitement and so dude so I, I can i can understand why people feel like that movie fell off but that that all that stuff at the end those dots that's what keeps it up there for me okay i feel like i need to go ahead and rewatch that maybe <laughs> me too <laughs> me too so i guess i i have to ask um since we're talking about marvel movies and families what's everybody thinking about the uh, fantastic four rumors of adam driver as mr fantastic and margot robbie as invisible woman let's go yeah. adam driver is a phenomenal actor <laughs> don't let the boy fool you because I i'm worried about how you're staring at me like that <laughs> <laughs> that was intense you're taking that personal man Dude, I, I, I try not to believe i try not to pay attention to rumors but then some of them you just you just can't. Adam Driver is an amazing actor, and I and I know people hate him. The movies that shall not be mentioned. But I loved his Kylo Ren. I fucking love him. He was a little powy trippy brat, and he he pulled it off. All of his, uh, he was dope. And then when he turned good, when and he gave me all the vibes of Han Solo. Ah, and uh, he's in this movie called I think it's called Marriage with Scarlett Johansson. Yo. Marriage Story, is that? Yeah, that, that movie was crazy. That acting yeah. in there, ridiculous. So give me a oh room as him. Yeah, that fight between him and Scarlett Johansson goes crazy. Yeah. Oh my god, someone uh, someone dubbed over that scene with uh, Mickey Mouse and Goofy voices. <laughs> 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 I'm so serious. Look it up sometime. It's so funny. <laughs> Okay, so I've never heard of this movie, so I'm definitely gonna have to look it up. Is I it think on? It's on Netflix. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Netflix. Okay, mm -hmm. perfect. Second thing, um, I like Adam Driver as well. However, and I don't know of a gentle way of putting this, uh -oh. but the aesthetic—I oh. <laughs> don't know if he has that. He's—he's—I don't see him as like the hot. I—I I don't know. I'm just gonna be quiet. You know what really? I'm saying. Amazing. He kind of, yeah. He got a, his, yeah. He got this schnoz that is just un, like unmistakable. Um, wait, wait, what do you mean you don't think he's hot? Like, what? What do you mean by that? I mean, I, I think he's hot, like just as a regular person, but like as that particular character, like I don't see him as the a role of a hot guy. Does that yeah. make sense? But Mister Fantastic face. isn't supposed to be a hot guy. He's, he's supposed not. to be like a little nerdy, oh. goofy-ish. Okay. In a way, maybe, okay, maybe. So, a, who's played him in the past? Who's played Mister Fantastic in the past? Uh, I don't, I don't know that guy's name. Ian <laughs> Garfield or something. I think is his name. Okay, are you are you talking about the one with um with that had Jessica Alba in it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you know what? That might work. That might work. We'll see. Well, well, it's it's a rumor for right now, but do we have any like right now. confirmation? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. 
But Ian Gruffold and Miles Teller has played Mr. Fantastic in the past. Okay. Mm. Interesting. We'll see. I, I still wanted uh, John Krasinski to play it. Oh. He did an amazing job in, in Doctor Strange, whatever, whatever, multiverse madness, whatever the name was. I thought he was great <laughs> at that. I'm making good time. I'm making good time. I'm on to the ink now. I'm yes, Tony, I'm still salty. All right. I'm still salty, dude. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> Tony Clapper. Okay. Also, we have Phil Tattershall. Who is that? Do y'all know these people? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've seen Phil's name before in the Four Tales podcast. Oh, so, ah, yeah. okay. The dude from you. Oh. oh, what's his name? That's a good uh, question. Pe- is Pen? Is he Pen something? I don't know. But I'm about to oh. hit my eye. Pen, 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 pen badly, badly, badly. Oh, mm. I'm bad at this. Pen. I'm, I'm going to keep inking. Pen, I'm going to start inking while y'all figure it out. <laughs> pen, pen badly. badly. Yeah, yeah. Well, he looks hot right here. <laughs> that show was good. <laughs> You don't know me. I'm I'm sorry, Tony. I I know you now. Hey, Tony. What about the one guy that always shows up most epic? Is he here? J Man. J Man. Oh no, J Man. Where you at? Where is J Man? What? J Man is on every street. We got we got four people watching us on Facebook. No, five people watching on Facebook. J Man normally watches us on Facebook. J Man, the streak baby. Maybe he'll pop in a little bit later. The streak is in threat, y'all. J-Man has seen every single episode of Chat and Draw. He has not missed one episode. When I started this in the pandemic, that's when he started watching us. He he has told me the story. He was taking care of his mom. She had COVID, and he was stuck in the house with her for two weeks. Oh, no, no. Uh, If someone can go check on J-Man, please, that'd be nice. And, um... (laughs) He was like he was like he was tired because he had took care of her all day and he was tired and he sat down and this alert came up about me live streaming and he has been locked in on every single show since then and then has shown amazing support to our other shows on our other networks our kickstarters and stuff and he, he's just he's just a super fan and and you know i thank you tony for tagging j man appreciate it we don't want a streak to be lost right <laughs> He has how many minutes? How long does he have to get on? He got about he got about fifty minutes. About fifty minutes left. <laughs> okay. Um, since we are talking about Marvel and all that good stuff right now, I'm sure we've all heard of the re- recent controversy with um, what's his name? I keep wanting to say his character's name, but not his character. Um, from Ant Man Three, mm-hmm. Jonathan. Then majors. majors, majors, Mathers or majors, 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 because I remember I was like, oh, he got major muscles in Creed three. Um, <laughs> so yes, it's Jonathan Majors. So what I mean, do y'all have any comments on the controversy and how the reaction from it and all that? Do you know what's going on, Sophie? I'm out of the loop on this one, honestly. What's going okay, on? so long story short. Um, police were called. Supposedly, there was a domestic incident with his girlfriend. Uh Um, Later, she supposedly retracted her 
statement and blah 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 but we so we don't really know all the details at this moment but supposedly they've already pulled they're already recasting for his role because Uh they recast a lot of his other roles marvel has announced they have not talked about nothing about recasting them the thing that is so particular about this is that the police have named the police have not made an official announcement john jonathan majors has not made an official like announcement marvel has not made this the people that make that would make announcements that would let us know what's going on have not said anything it's mm-hmm. all been hearsay except for the attorney um has released text messages and stuff and there he's the, the attorney says they have several witnesses that will prove that he was innocent he didn't do anything the um his, the girlfriend has recanted what she said um that the attack didn't happen like the attack didn't happen or whatnot Basically, we have no official source okay. to confirm hmm. that a crime happened. Don't they also that, have that he the... did what he's accused of, but he has been he has lost damn near everything off the accusation. Don't they also have the nine one one call that he made about the situation? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh. And so, and I'm all for, we do good, I'm just saying. If someone does domestic violence, I am all for. If he's guilty of it, I am. I am all for 110 sure. that he needs to be punished for. Right. But in this day and age, when we have had proven in the court of law, proven facts that people lie about this, mm-hmm. for him to be prosecuted and to lose his financial situations without mm-hmm. confirmation or proof is ridiculous to me. Now, if he did it, take all that shit away from him. Bye, you're done. Yeah, but at the moment, he's being treated guilty until proven innocent is unfortunately how it's being treated. Mm. So, and this is so huge for MCU because he is the major bad guy for the next like five years for them. Yeah, that's his name. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's why. Um, but Marvel did officially say we have had not we have not had one discussion about replacing him in this room. Okay, well, that's good to hear if he's innocent. And if he's not, then we'll find out what's going on. Yeah, I can't oh, I'm believe sure that's sure the radar. Not innocent. They, I'm sure they got a backup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure they have a backup. And, you know, um, but the thing about it that's also frustrating for me, I can't speak for anybody else. You're right, is Tony. that Ezra Miller has been out here and broke 1,700 laws. Yeah. We know he has broken laws. The police, the courts, Everyone has said in official statements, these are the laws that Ezra Miller has broken. This is what he's done wrong. But it is completely gone because this movie's out. Yeah. But if you notice, though, if you look at all the trailers from the movie, they're highlighting Batman more than Mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. Ezra Miller is like a little thing here and there, but it's all Batman now because they know that if you just highlight Ezra Miller, it's going to bring up so much crap. Yeah, they, I, yeah. I mean, it's definitely the right move. Now, I'm not gonna lie. I want to see the movie, but I want to see the movie because of Batman. I want to see the movie yeah. because of Zod. I want to see the movie because of Supergirl, not Ezra Miller. Like, mm. I mean, I get the business end of it that the movie was done. This is like a 350 million dollar film. So, I mean, and and it's resetting their whole cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. So I get the business aspect of it, but y'all could have did a face over on that dude. If I can go space over on my cell phone, on my cell phone, dude. Grant Gustin, uh, calling Grant Gustin. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Grant Gustin's been playing the Flash for the last like nine years on TV. He would have mm-hmm. been perfect. 
I'm up here looking up who Ezra Miller is, y'all. Don't don't mind me. And, uh, Marvel, if you if we do find out Jonathan Majors is guilty, call me. I could be Kang. Just hit me up with that Marvel workout, and I'll I'm on that. All right. This, this Tony, on film, he slapped his wife on camera. Your man's still out here making millions. Yeah. All righty. Well, on that note, hopefully we'll go to a lighter note when we come back. But we're going to go ahead and pause for a quick commercial break. <laughs> um, most epic and hopefully no more drama. No. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Uh, this commercial is for our new card game, Epic 21. And the follow me page for the Kickstarter is up. So please go check it out. Go follow yeah. me. Stay watching us. Open up another window and go check it out. So uh, Epic 21 is the follow me link is up there. FSKGo.com. Go ahead and follow that. If we hit 100 followers on that, I will I will launch that. Unlike Danny J. Quick, I will launch it at this moment. Um, <laughs> if we get 100 followers on that, it's going to get If we get 100 straight, I'm launching it today. <laughs> That's what's up. Tony oh, said that he was the wackest Flash ever and that he runs like Michael Watson. Well, Not my words. No. Don't do that. Mike Watson's a track star, baby. Four gold medals in one day. 100, 200, four by one, and a four by four. Don't play with your boy. Period. Oh, like Tony. Silence. About four gold medals in one day. Ah! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sophie, can you can you turn on your uh, airdrop? Oh. Yep, I sure can. I'm going to see All if we right. can get this part to you while I'm inking it. Whack is fun. but his run is whack. That's all right. It whack. should be up. It's trash. It is. I was like, oh, the Flash. That's who he is. Okay, got it. Ezra Miller. <laughs> so I read <laughs> that the reason why he runs like that is Snyder wanted him to run like an ice skater. Yeah. yeah. And I'm hmm. like, that makes no sense because he's a runner, not an ice skater. Why not make him run like a runner? Why not? Why not? Indeed. But then I also read that Snyder wanted to make the Amazons Kryptonian. So I'm like, this just, it makes no sense. A lot going on. So other than Guardians of the Galaxy, what else are you all excited to see that is coming out? Hopefully soon-ish. Wow. Soon-ish. Uh, I'll let y'all answer that. I'll let y'all answer that. I don't even know what other movies are coming out right now. I don't think there are any more like comic book type related ones coming out. Um, 
Oh, there's tons. Oh, uh, Ninja Turtles. I'm excited yep. for that. Wait, when does that one come out? I, didn't, I haven't even seen the trailer for that. Oh, the trailer came out like a couple weeks ago. And it it looks good. Um, I don't know what else is coming out. Oh, Across the Spider-Verse. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Phil. When does that one come out? I'm excited for that one, too. But I have a confession. Uh-oh. <laughs> I didn't see the first Spider-Verse one. I know, I know. Don't judge me. <laughs> I mean, you have time. You can go back. <laughs> right. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch the first one with my my. Is it Miles Monroe? My, Miles Morales. Miles Morales. 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 Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go back and see that. But I'm like, okay. When I saw the commercial for the second one, they made the trailer for the second one. I was like, I, yeah, I want to see that one. So. So. Um, I want to say I'm I'm excited for Fast X, but honestly, at this point. I'm a little exhausted with the Fast and Furious movies. Come on, 10? Yeah. 10? Come on, y'all. And after 9, when they went to space, I was like, this is no longer about car racing, which is why I got into this. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think I stopped after 8, and then I saw Hobbs and Shaw. Matter of fact, was it 8? Maybe 7. I saw Hobbs and Shaw, though, because that was I thought that was a cute little spinoff. But, yeah. So, I, I got to blame The Rock. All right, I'm a huge. Um, I think it's loading up, Sophie. Um, okay. I put it in the chat. So if that doesn't okay. work, we'll just I'll just finish inking and then I'll, I'll bring it down to you. Okay, um, that's good. The Rock is completely to blame for this because he's greedy. Yeah, and, and and it's it's getting too much. And I'm a huge Rock fan, but he went ahead and and he did his movie with Jason Statham, and they broke every single law in Fast and Furious science. And they took it too far. They took the word family and they thought they were Thanos. And it was ridiculous for, for, for one film, for their first movie. We, we, we've gradually been introduced to the power of family over nine installments. So I can buy it over nine installments. So when the ninth movie comes out, Vin, is, he's, not, he's not a strong character. Vin Diesel does not have strong character. He's threatened easily by other masculine strong men so he he sees the rock do all this shit and the rock pulls a chain a helicopter down with his bare muscles in a chain and then diesel says well i gotta do something bigger and, and then diesel pushes a, 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 a dam a, a cemented dam apart with his bare hands and you're like hey, no no vin that's too much the whole movie was it was too much he went he went he broke family <laughs> he broke it. I I hate Fast and Furious Nine. Yeah, I I hate it, and I am a I'm an advocate. I fight for it all the time. So I'm I'm Ben. I am talking to you. Do not do not fuck up my movie. Well, I gotta this go back clothes. to. Do not mess it up. I don't want all them scenes where you being sentimental with that that kid of yours. Cut them shits out. You can't act. You can't do that sentimental shit. I gotta go back to Fast Eight, where he lifts up the car with his bare hands and holds it in the air, so uh, dude can uh, do his repair work underneath it. Yeah, I was like, really? He's just holding it like he's a a, a jack. I was like, all right, man, this is just too much for me at this point. Oh. But I bet a lot of people still gonna go see Ten. I bet. Unfortunately. <laughs> 
Unfortunately, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I don't think I've seen a single Fast and Furious movie. I'm going to be so real right now. Are you serious? I'm, I'm, I actually just watched the first John Wick movie, like, very recently. I can't sorry. take it, Sophie. It's okay, Sophie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to say, I had to speak my truth. And you know, yeah. I'm, I'm going to show my age truth. a little bit because I'm thinking Sophie's probably the youngest one on here. Yeah. I have a throwback Thursday picture of me holding the Fast and the Furious, wait, VHS tape. Ooh. Oh my wow. God. No way. No way. It's on my Instagram. It's there in real life. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm off check proof. <laughs> oh my gosh. She said that's so crazy. Yes. Oh, I would man. not try to rewind that because it will probably break the tape if you try to rewind it one more time. <laughs> it was oh, so that's, that's an unfortunate truth. Uh, okay. Um, oh my gosh. I was looking at upcoming movies and I am excited for. Uh, this is gonna sound really bad, but I am excited for the new Indiana Jones movie. Okay, uh, I'm excited uh, for that one too. I don't know actually. why. Okay, okay, I don't feel so bad then. It's the nostalgia. After the last one, it was really horrible. Yeah, with Shia yeah, LaBeouf, really that nostalgic. one. Yeah, yeah, that one was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> isn't isn't Shia LaBeouf like uh, Indiana Jones like son in that or something like long lost child or something? I can't remember. That was I just, the last one. Yeah. Yeah, he's Indy's yeah. son. And he's supposed to be technically taking over the franchise, possibly, but... Shia LaBeouf no. is? Um, Harrison Ford said he's not allowing any of that. He fought the studios. Oh, and okay. He wants to retire or die in this one. He, he said, no one else is going to... If they want me to do this last movie, no one else is taking over any of okay. I was about to say, I feel like having Shia LaBeouf, of all people, take over a franchise like that is pretty... like It's pretty risky. Where is Shia LaBeouf? I mean, come on now. <laughs> well, he's making a comeback. He's got himself cleaned up and stuff. Oh. But, uh, I hate Transformers, but Shia LaBeouf is the best part of Transformers. He's the most entertaining thing in, in that whole quadrilogy, whatever. Um, <laughs> in part three, your man puts on an acting tour their force from comedy to anger to crying. He is... When he puts his foot up in the car and he's just stomping on the car in the hood, <laughs> I could not stop laughing when when old boy pulled him over and he was like, don't touch my car. <laughs> Taylor Buff is amazing. And I agree. I love I love him, um, especially for, with Transformers. But, you know, after that whole I'm not famous in the paper bag thing, I, I didn't know what was going on. So I'm glad that he got <laughs> help and that he's back. <laughs> so I'm here for it. Yeah, I didn't know what's going on either. Oh my gosh, hey, Mike! I didn't realize that the Craven the Hunter movie comes out this year. I oh, it comes out this uh, year. Yeah, in October. I knew they saw. A tra I know. Th I knew they uh, showcased a trailer for it, but I didn't know it was coming out this year. Yeah, I actually thought they dropped that terrible idea. I thought they were going to also. <laughs> yeah. All right. I there are a lot of movies I didn't realize. Well, I think we should just take a quick <laughs> trip over to Disney and talk about The Little Mermaid. Oh, okay. yeah, that's um I know that's been making a lot of noise. I I'm at I'm go to school at CCD, so it's making a lot of noise in the art world right now, I feel like. 
um yeah i saw a lot of people like film people getting mad at how they like colored the movie like the lighting in the movie i don't know mm-hmm. if that's just because i'm on like film nerd like t- side of twitter but like <laughs> i kept seeing people like bitch about that left and right i didn't i don't know i think yeah, that uh, hallie's gonna do great i think she's so cute and that it's i don't know i think she'll do pay good homage to the original you know when yeah, sophie the started saying that the film looks colored like an old slave film all the scenes of her online on on land look like it's an old slave movie. That's what really the coloring and stuff. Uh... And um, people can't uh, they're not feeling how the the fish look because the fish aren't oh. the fish aren't cartoon characters. They're real fish that mm-hmm. that talk and sing and stuff. And you're looking just like I don't know if that works. <laughs> like uh, was it Sebastian? Looks like an yeah. actual crab instead of the animated Sebastian. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I think people need to just go into it realizing that this is a new thing. It's just like with Lion King when they did the live action Lion King. Now, I was not a fan of some of the choices. I'm not going to say who, Beyonce, but <laughs> oh. I mean, I love her for what she does over there, but Disney and your voice and you got to just talk. No. <laughs> But I think if they just take it as its own like new version of of the movie, I think they will enjoy it. I'm I'm excited because this happens to be my favorite <laughs> Disney movie of all time. You okay? You ain't got the COVID, do you? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> um, this happens to be my favorite Disney movie of all time, mm-hmm. The Little Mermaid. So I will be in there. I will probably be singing and all of that. So I, I'm excited. And of yeah. course, you know, I want to take my nieces to see it, of course. Yeah, I think it's cool that, uh, I don't know, like a new generation will kind of see this, I don't know, see this movie and like, I don't know. I'm interested to see if it'll blow up with little kids again. Yeah. You know, um, I, I don't know, just to see how they rebrand that little franchise, I guess, would be interesting to see. Um, um, Sophie, you're saying it exactly right. That's what it is. Disney has said uh, several years ago that they are making these live action, remaking these live action movies for today's generation of children, for yeah. how they see the stories. They are used to CGI and live action, so they're making it for them. Our generation was animated features and things like that. Yeah. So, uh, plus, uh, it makes dollar sense because these are already multi-billion dollar franchises. Right. And they, you know, for, for them, it's an easy thing. It's an easy risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that with these, like, I just think it's sad that they kind of aren't putting, like, they're doing so much live action now. And in my head, I think I thought it would make sense for them to also, like, continue with the animation side of things, considering that, like, that's what they're known for is having that, like, beautiful, smooth animation, like, being, like, the industry standard, like, yeah, and just, just kind of seeing that like die out and on Disney's part, just, it it really does suck because obviously like live action is cool. Like it's cool to see characters come to life, and people always have loved like fan casting characters, um, even outside of Disney. But like, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it just, huh? You know, when you talk so much, you forgot what you were saying. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you're doing a good job. Oh, oh, I <laughs> <laughs> I literally forgot what I was saying. I'm not even going to lie to you. Um, yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
that's that's literally all I got. Actually, I think I was gonna say though that like, I just wish that they would keep that magic part alive. I guess because I, I think what made people like escape into Disney so much was the fact that it wasn't based in realism. It was based in fantasy. Right. Um, yeah, and I still see like animators like. Do you guys know uh, Stephen Baxton? I think that's his name. Uh, he helped animate like all of the old like uh, 2D animation films, like Beauty and the Beast, and uh, like My, uh, Little Mermaid, um, The Hunchback of the Notre Dame. Like, just all of it. He just has incredible like hand drawn animation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kind of miss seeing that art form in the film industry. Because you don't see it anymore, like, at all. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I miss it as well. Um, there was this one studio, uh, anime studio, uh, created this movie called Redline. It was uh, drag racing supercars. And uh, they said they made the movie with the sole purpose to prove that animation could do whatever, anything computer can. And they mm-hmm. hand-drew everything. The, the mm-hmm. like, stuff that you would think that was done in computer None of it was done in a computer. It was all hand-drawn. Like wow. They were showing shots like in Fast and Furious where the camera goes through the engine, the pipeline, and around the gears, and it's all gearing and shaking and like explosions and light effects. Like mm-hmm. you Stuff that easily done, they all hand-drew that stuff. So yeah. I, I'm a big fan of animation. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's such a hard craft to like have a passion for and like do it well. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's like I going like I I thought I loved animation and I took one animation class and I was like I'm never touching this again, <laughs> never, never in my life. <laughs> Hell no! It was so it's uh Anyways, <laughs> but yeah, it's just crazy how much like movie making has changed since even I was little. What, what was that like 10 years ago? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, which I guess that still makes it crazy because I just like, because I remember being little when like uh, The Princess and the Frog came out. And I think that was probably the last Disney 2D animation film I saw. Yeah. And I was like, probably in like the second grade. Okay. Like 2010. They're all giggling. I'm, I'm just showing how old I am. That's no. Like- I, mean, I just turned 41 uh, last week. Was that last week? Last week. So I'm still older than you, Mayu. So <laughs> I'll take it. Wait, am I older than you, Mike? I can't remember. Uh, I'm 41. Uh, my okay, yeah, I'm older. All right, great. Damn it. <laughs> I'm the elder statesman here. All right. As long as you don't start talking about black and white TV shows. Good. Oh, I remember watching black and white TV shows. All right. <laughs> I remember avoiding them. <laughs> what? How I could, could not them? stand them. <laughs> All right. We are at about 9.04, so I'm not sure if we are going to switch over to the coloring part. We are, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Okay. All right. Almost there. You're moving along there really quick. Inking is the most meticulous process for me. Uh-oh. If it's my own work. <laughs> yeah, I used to. Uh, I'm, I still hate inking, um, mm-hmm. but I, I've enjoyed it more now that I've been doing it digitally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like when it's my own. I feel like my sketching process itself is already pretty, like, uh, I guess, like intricate. I guess, like, I, I never, I'm not good at just like keeping the sketch loose. 
Mm. I always render it a little too much. And I'm like, why am I even doing this? I'm going to ink it anyways. Yeah. So that that's kind of the problem I get into on this show. And I'm like, yeah. oh, <laughs> so and, I think uh, what you're doing now is the inking process, because you know I don't know anything about that. Yeah, oh. the inking process right now. Okay. <laughs> I, all I know is when I watch, I'm like, okay, he gonna put the black on now. Okay, that's what's up. I didn't know what it was called. <laughs> now I know it's the inking process. Thanks for mm. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Where you get to finalize those lines and make them mm. bolder and pop a little bit. Yeah, just pop a little bit. Just just a little bit of pop. So, um, Kyron, do you have any events or any cons or anything that you have coming up anytime soon? Uh, yeah, this Saturday, I'll, I will be doing my first free comic book day event in like four years. Oh, um, right. I'm doing it at my local, well, one of the local comic books stores in my area is called Comics and Collectibles. I'll be there from 11 to about five, showing off all my books. And I'm lucky enough that I'll be there with uh, Ron Lim. Um, he, not gonna, you know, name drop or anything, but he's a close friend of mine per se <laughs> i hung out with him a few times and it's actually cool that he and i have bonded over the years um because he's from sacramento he lives in sacramento so i've met his family over the past like five six years i've been doing this uh and he's actually a really cool guy uh and we actually did a mural together at the store we're going to be at so we might go back and go oh, finish yeah. that because we weren't able to before oh, that is cool, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Is there like a link to that event that maybe we can share just so that, you know, if people want to stop by, they can not, not in Atlanta, but you know, maybe where you're at. <laughs> there is, uh, I can pull that up somewhere somehow. I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, there is. If you just, if you are in Sacramento, it's on Fruit Ridge Boulevard. Um, if you want to stop by, say hi. Um, you know, it's actually going to be pretty fun. You know, low key event. And this is going to be a weird thing because uh, this is the first free comic book day event I've done at a store, like I said, in four years since the pandemic. So uh, oh, wow. it's actually pretty fun. And I'm assuming like they, uh, they give out some free comics there. Is that, I mean, it's called a free comic book day. Is that what that means? <laughs> yeah, they're going to be giving out free comic books. Um, people are going to be able to, uh, I did that wrong. Uh, people are going to be able to, um, ask questions uh they'll be able to uh, there's gonna be um i think he said there's gonna possibly be some type of live band there i don't know how oh. they're gonna do that okay um, that's cool yeah yeah. Oh my God. Um, if you want to just like tag uh, myself or um, Mike on Facebook for that event that you put the link in there for, because I don't know. So the link looks a little weird. So, yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know why uh, it did that. Why but did I'll that tag Mike video. and you. Cool beans. Cool beans. Um, oh, wow. That's cool. And this is, is this the same the same um, cover that's on the current one? Is that what you're doing, Most Epic? Uh, no, I'm doing my own version. Okay, but it's like, the, is that still the fire and all that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks like her lightning that's in her hair. Oh, okay. I love this. It's coming. This, this one's called Saw. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. I like her. And in their language, basically, Saw means uh, lightning, or it's actually their lightning god. So in the story, 
the main character, her name is Tracy. That's her human name. She is now the current descendant of Saw. So she now gets these abilities. And she's basically just trying to navigate her way between being just a regular human and now getting all these godlike powers and trying to deal with all the things that come with that. And, and in the story, if you haven't read it, she's living with her mom. Um, her dad has unfortunately passed away years ago, and her brother is uh, not the greatest of people, so he's in and out of prison at times. So she's working a, a full-time job. She's going to school full-time, and then in the same time, she's trying to be a superhero, and her mom is like, you're never there for me. You're worthless. You're a horrible daughter. You know, she's all the... Because her mom doesn't understand what's happening in her life. Her mom doesn't right. uh, understand that she's, she's trying to be something her city needs. And I, that's what issue four is going to really address is this idea of this is what her city needs, but her personal life is being damaged very thoroughly because of it. Right. And that seems to always be like the issue of like superheroes, like that, that tug of war between just being a regular human, like let's just take Spider-Man, you know, being your local, you know, local Spider-Man superhero, whatever. And then just being a kid in school. So that's, that's really cool how you incorporated, you know, just normal human stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then with this, with this next issue coming out, um, we introduced a new villain, but they also introduced that, but at least I haven't seen a lot in in most comics is that even though you're a superhero, the amount of damage that you cause with just your battles causes you to maybe not be the hero that your city wants. So now you have all these outside forces that are not wanting you to be there. Um, you know, city officials, police, things like that. They're saying, hey, yeah, you do good. But look at that giant you know, building you just toppled over and killed right. other people. So we get these this ideas of. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm being a superhero. I'm doing the best that I can, but I'm screwing up at the same time. So how do I be a true superhero? Right. Yeah. That makes me think of Hancock. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. I can't. Like complete trash. And then, you know, he's trying to fix it up. He's like, okay, maybe don't throw that. Maybe place that car down <laughs> instead of throwing it on top of the building or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. like Hancock, just with less, a lot less drinking and a lot less <laughs> sex scenes. <laughs> yeah. There's that. <laughs> But oh, Will. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I was recently watching um, Marlon Wayne's stand up. He has a, a stand up special and he was talking about the slap. The slap heard <laughs> <laughs> across the world. Mm -hmm. I think I saw that too. And how he was like, uh, it wasn't that bad of a slap because uh... <laughs> it sure looked oh. bad. <laughs> Okay, so we've officially, right, here we go. for the first time ever, we have officially passed off. Sophie, <laughs> yes, sir. Here we go. No pressure, Sophie. No pressure. At all. <laughs> oh, oh no. my god, <laughs> I'm sweating. I'm sweating a little bit. Let's see here. Okay, we'll go with this. Now that Take she on. has it, I, I'm going to go back and work on some more deets, but since she already has the piece. Okay. Uh, we'll be able to just lay over whatever I do on top of it. So this is a... So you guys a, a about, oh, go ahead, Carmen. I was going to say, this is a cool format you guys are now doing where you pass it off to that. What what made you decide to do this all of a sudden? Well, um, Sophie hosted one of the episodes um, while I was taking my break or whatnot, doing other work. Yeah. And let's see here. And um, I was in the back room working the room and 
uh, I announced the internship class. Sophie did the best, like on uh, as hosting the show. Oh my like, God. Super vibrant. She was very uh, inclusive in the conversation. Um, just very upbeat. She was she was a natural. Oh, thank you. And um, she is a pretty dope colorist already. She's coloring uh, several things for FSK for the internship right now. <laughs> um, and I figured that uh, I try like every hundred. <laughs> every 100 to 75 episodes to add a new element to chat and draw. Uh, you know, we got other people with drawing shows where they, they color the whole thing. Color, my coloring is not my strength. Uh, so I figured let's, let's see if we can bring Sophie on and, you know, if she closes it out with some colors. I got to get faster with the pencil though uh, to give her more time. <laughs> but, uh, nice little experiment, see how it goes. Uh, I think I think it's a fun little and plus, then people get to see that whole process of not just one person doing it, but um, yeah. passing off to somebody else. Because I had to make sure I closed everything off for my inks, uh, so she mm. could be, in, be able to fill in the colors or whatnot. Oh, I'm still doing it the hard way. I'm sorry. <laughs> you literally um, went through the process of. Oh, <laughs> I was noticing that. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, this is my like, own process. I, I and, yeah. And they'll create Stubborn. fun little challenges like this because I wanted to get more detail on this fire, like like at least closing in the color. That's what I'm about to do now, at least, um, mm -hmm. so she can see it. Because there's this tool that I do like to use, which is the light brush tool, which is a signature move here on Chat and Draw. But uh, and and anything I can do to like just bring more to the show. Amayu is a great host. Um, I've she seen is. her at comic book conventions and seen her online. So I was like. Uh, and I think her and I hit it off when we were down in at Urban Nerd Con. We we vibed together, so I figured yeah. that would be a nice little mix. Her and I co-hosting and going back and forth. Um, and then, like I said, Sophie had she had the you know the 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 podcasting magic. Angie Cole, so <laughs> let's put it all Try. together. Uh, all these other shows on our channel they keep growing. I'm just trying to keep up with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I love oh it. Sorry guys, I feel like I'm not holding up to the the podcast charm I had last time. Oh no, you're doing good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, my let's, see, no, let's see, Mike was up there talking about he closed off all the lines and look, Sophie found one you didn't close up. Oh, oh okay. Oh. I'm talking about on the figure. I'm, 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 I'm talking about on the figure. Damn, Kyle oh, okay. called me the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I got I got to call you out for something. You did everything else amazing. I had to call you out for something. <laughs> no, that's no cool. I love it. Um, trailer for Doom for now. Trailer is out. Have y'all seen that yet? For what? No, what? I haven't. Doom. Doom. Oh, oh no, no, I've not seen the trailer. Oh. Uh, I'm. I, I really don't care for that movie. Really? You did? Did you not like any of them, or you just didn't like the new version? Uh, well, the old version is terrible. Uh, we, we tried to watch that and we couldn't get through the first twenty minutes. You, wait, whoa, whoa, terrible! What? Oh God, what? yes, that little that little uh, rectangle force field they had going on. Is the, oh, come on, man! You said Dune, right? Dune. Yes. Okay, well, it was in like the seventies, eighties. Come on, you can't, you can't. Just... Is like, no, you're not talking about my Dune. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh, no! I was gonna say I was able to uh, last semester at school. I was able to do a like mentorship program, and I actually got paired with the dude who did the like illustrated like space uh, paintings for that movie for the one from the seventies. Um, oh, that's what's up. Yeah, or they, yeah, but yeah, it was he was a really cool guy, Ron Miller. That's made me think of that. <laughs> Super cool, like acrylic very detailed like environment paintings 
It was crazy. That kind of makes me w- want to go back and see the old one that yeah <laughs> that talking about. I'm like, hmm. right? It's so well, crazy. The movie had all this hype. It had all this hype and all this critics and everything. And then when I watched it, I'm like, what happened? They didn't do nothing. It, it's not an action-packed movie. It's, it's well, no, no, not even not not even the actions part of it. Because when the action did happen, I did like the action. Okay. I felt like they just didn't do enough to justify calling this a first film. And I felt like they held they held out on a bunch of stuff for the sequel. Um yeah. I, I get Oh Boy's journey, the main character's journey, but I don't feel I don't feel like it was set up right to to really sell that last um interaction. Mm-hmm. I, I get it absolutely what they were trying to do with that interaction. And I wanted I, I wanted it to be pulled off, but I don't feel like they did enough to sell me on that. Okay. Because even throughout the movie, they didn't. Um, it, it's it's like my thing with Anakin um, Scott. Uh, hold up, is it Anakin? No, Obi Wan Kenobi. It's like my thing with Obi Wan Kenobi. Throughout the entire first trilogy of Star Wars, they never did enough to prove to me that Obi Wan Kenobi could beat Anakin in a lightsaber fight because he was more skilled. He was um more knowledgeable than Anakin. They never proved that to me in any of those movies. But if you watch the animated series and stuff like that you see why Obi-Wan could beat him. But in the movies, they never proved it. So in this Dune movie, our main character, they never proved to me that that dude had the wherewithal to do what he was able to pull off at the end of the film. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Dang, now I feel like I need to go back and watch that again, too. (laughs) (laughs) He's got you rethinking everything. I mean, if you got like four hours to kill, yeah, go ahead and go watch it. (laughs) Yeah, that's a long movie. And I was disappointed they showed all those shots of Zendaya and then she was only in it for five minutes. Yeah, yeah you, they know how to get you. <laughs> but they, but I mean, two words, Jason Momoa. Woo! I made it all worth it. <laughs> I hear you. Because Jason was hard in the movie. I love Jason yeah. Momoa in there. Went out like a G, too. Yep. <laughs> and I love that stuff, and so, and that's part of the infuriating part because <laughs> Jason had what fifteen, maybe maybe twenty minutes. Yeah, not Something enough. Like that, yeah, but with that time that they had with Jason, they proved that he was that guy, that yeah. he was that guy that would go out like that and come out on top. Okay. Yeah. All right. mm. I'm gonna have to rewatch it and prepare for part two. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and so I'm gonna watch it. I'm not gonna run to the movie theaters to go see it though. Can wait for it to stream it. Yeah. Okay. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I will be going to the movies to see it. These movie tickets cost too much, man. I got the AMC um, A list membership. <laughs> Hey, I got it too. I got it too. But uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm cheap, right? Yeah. Uh, so there's a movie theater that's like five minutes away from my house that we would go to. But every time I went to that movie theater, when I checked the prices online for the movie theater, every single time I'd go to like, hey, can, can we get some tickets for this? Oh, that's not the right time. That's that time's not on here. You gotta look at our official website for that. I was like, I did look at your official website. I hit Google, then I hit your website. Well, sometimes they have it wrong. Just fix your website. So they made it so every time we came, anybody came there, that the movie that you wanted to see, that the, the big premiere movie, was always on the ultra screen. Well, guess what? 
I don't give a damn about no off screen. You ain't about to get a dollar ninety five extra per ticket out of me because your screen is bigger. It takes my eyes twenty minutes to adjust to it, and I gotta look at screen like I'm reading a book left to right. I ain't got time for that shit. Give me a regular movie theater so I can sit down and enjoy my movie. But they always orchestrate it so you get stuck in that one and you got to pay the two dollars extra. I got a family of six. That's almost a hundred damn dollars. No, you're I right. So they kept it kept happening, and I, I always tried to make sure I looked at the website, I wrote the price, the page down, I took a picture. But every damn time I went up there, they got me. So I told them, "You unlocked Petty Level 99." I stopped going to the movie theater, and I would cash my checks. I normally would just let my checks go into my account, direct deposit. But no, I got that green money, and I went out and I spent it. And every time I got change. Every time I bought something that I got changed, I put it in a big-ass fucking jar. I did that for like six months until I saved up and changed tickets to buy with change. I told Carmen, let's go to the movies. She was like, all right, cool, 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 cool. I was like, yeah, we're going to go see this. I wore a big coat. I put my jar bucket in the coat. Carmen didn't know nothing about this. I go in there. The line is long. It's pretty near Friday night. The line is long. And I'm looking at him like, oh, yeah, we get up there. And she's like, what movie would you like to see? I was like, I want to see such and such. And she was like, excuse me, sir. Oh, wait, it's not on that screen, is it? It doesn't play at that time. Mm. No, it does not. You know how I know that? Because y'all do this to me all the time. But I got time today. And I looked <laughs> back and I said, hey, I'm letting y'all know y'all might want to get in the other lines. I'm going to be up here for a good minute. <laughs> I don't want to waste y'all time. I want y'all miss y'all movie. There's three other registers over there. If you stay here, it's your own choice. And I ripped my damn coat open in slow-mo action and ripped out this jar and slammed it down on the table. And I said I want six tickets to your ultra screen. Spit that jar top off. 25, 35, 37, 58. How many tickets am I? Oh, am I still on the first one? Cool beans. Excuse me, sir. You know what? Nope. This is the only way I got to pay. This is good money. I earned this money. This is how I'm paying for my family with these silvers and these brown buddies. We have the second ticket. I stayed out there and I counted out every single ticket. I don't give a damn. It felt so fucking good. I did not win any battles that night. I did not change the price of a movie ticket, but I won the petty war. Wow. Right, right. <laughs> oh my and the, god! And the award for most petty goes to. <laughs> and then most you went petty. inside and, and used your credit card to buy that twenty dollar bucket of popcorn. Right. I did. Because <laughs> <I did. laughs> those prices didn't change last minute on them. Okay. They did not change last minute. On. I knew the popcorn was expensive. Yeah. So if they gave you an option to stream a upcoming movie at home. For like twenty dollars, thirty dollars, day every one release, you would do it every single time, every single damn time. I thought they I were going to so. keep doing it. I loved it. Yeah, it was it was Friday. It was movie night for us every single time they did it. A yeah. hundred dollars versus thirty dollars. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna take that every single time. Right. And for the people to say, "Well, I ain't got kids." Well, if Good you go you. somewhere by yourself, where you go on a date, you got to go get food. Uh, you got to spend gas to get to the movie theater and you got time. 
So it might as well as round that up to thirty damn dollars plus. Mm-hmm. Order a pizza, order some wings, make your own popcorn, and just do it. Our TVs and sound systems are They're comparable to what's in the movie theaters. Well, I'm, I will be that person that will still go to the movie theater for the movie theater experience. And I am currently single and I have the A-list membership. Because <laughs> I'm like, for $24 a month, if I just see two movies, I've gotten my money's worth. So I see at least two movies and there's been, I, and also I like the ability to, to go see movies more than once and I have to keep paying for them. But yeah, once I, you know, have a family, I would totally just, you know, watch it at home on the on the big, big, big screen with the nice sound system and pop my Orville Redenbacher popcorn and eat my Twizzlers. <laughs> but also, I am bringing my big purse to the movie theater. I'm not even going front. I'm just saying, don't ask me what's in it. That's my business. <laughs> but you just told us what was in it. It's Twizzlers, Orville Redenbacher popcorn. It's all in there. <laughs> maybe a Pepsi because I like Pepsi and they usually have Coke at the movie theater so <laughs> mm. now I still do want to go to the movie theater but I save the movie theaters for movies that I feel are worthwhile ventures I don't just go for every single damn movie anymore um, yeah. the pandemic has proven to me that when they were releasing these movies quicker to streaming services or I found the website to let me watch the movies um, that these movies are trash that they're <laughs> trash um and those trailers they get you with get these you. trailers, and you think you're coming in here to at least watch a good popcorn flick, and they're 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 trash, and, and um like like Vin D- Bloodsport that Vin Diesel movie, do you know how mad I would have been if I would have paid the eighty nine ninety five it would have took to get me and my family into that movie? I would, Vin Diesel has a problem and he needs to talk to somebody. He <laughs> wants to be a superhero. Wait wait. In movies, so, a Bloodsport movie. He is a superhero. Okay. Oh, Bloodshot. You thought a Bloodshot. 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 My fault. He's not I superhero. Thinking, I thought he did like a Bloodsport uh, sequel or something. I was like, did I miss a second Bloodsport movie? Well, actually, they are making a Bloodsport sequel, and Van oh, Cla- Van Damme is in. Ooh. Why? Because he needs money, and he's still oh, alive. Hell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all right, you're right on that. <laughs> we don't really need another. Van Damme and anything, honestly. Hey, this is looking wicked cool already. I and see uh, you, Sophie. Uh, I'm trying. <laughs> I love how, what you're doing. Oh, I love thank what you're so doing much. with that lightning hair. It's just yeah. amazing. Thank you. It's the, the give credit to the brush. <laughs> you know? Give credit hey, to the credit. It wouldn't be the same thing in my hand. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I know your talent. Oh, thank you, guys. <laughs> Sorry I got so quiet. Oops. No, I'm multitasking, right. it seems. If I would have right. shut up some more, I would have been done faster. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This is well, why I don't like do a show like, like this where I talk and draw. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And mm. I'm trying not to get, get distracted watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that blue mesmerizes you, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's my favorite color. So, <laughs> so uh, can you uh, tell us a little bit about Saw? Give us some. Uh, yeah, please. Tell us about the book. Tell us about the character. Oh, so you guys missed it. You were gone, huh? That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, they did pop off. I was about to say, he, he don't remember that. Oh, yeah, he don't I forget that. Oops. You guys were gone when we well, talked about it, but I'll, I'll say it again. Well, tell us about the, the newest issue you have coming out. You're on so, issue four? Issue four. Um, issue four is basically an extension from issue three where we, we go through uh, the ramifications of what happened in the aftermath of, of Saw's first big battle. 
Uh, but then we introduce new characters. Uh, there's going to be new foes. We're, we're going to talk about the aftermath of all these battles these superheroes have. We never talk about what happens with them and how city officials have to deal with all the damage and destruction that comes with it. You know, a lot of series don't discuss those things. So that's where mm -hmm. we're going to get into on this one. We're going to talk about, you know, what's happening with her. And we're going to introduce four other characters that... Um, Mikey might be uh, a little interested in. Um, uh, one is called Ice Shot. Uh, huh? One is called One Star. Uh, <laughs> we got a, a Club Bat. <laughs> but, you know, they're, they're going to be heroes. Um, uh, there's Lumber, Jacqueline. Um, I love it. They're heroes, though, that the city now hires because they feel like we can't have this, you know, this random superhero just doing whatever she wants in her city mm -hmm. so we're gonna have these now you know heroes for hire in a way that that come and they're gonna get in her way they're gonna get in saw's way of being a hero mm -hmm. so we got that then we get introduced to us uh the main villain of issue four which is gonna be called barricade barricade is this armored villain who has these gigantic bolts that just lock him into the ground. So once he's locked in, he can't be moved. He can't be, can't be shot at. He's like, you know, got this indestructible armor. He's got these giant rockets arm in. So he's like a giant tank and nobody can stop him. And and we have this saw has to use now her brains instead of her, her super strength and her lightning abilities. She has to figure out something outside of just normal fighting to win this battle. That's where we get to in issue four. So, so, is she responsible? Okay. I uh -oh. think I see where you're going. Uh-oh. So, is she responsible for excessive damage? Because she's trying to take this dude out, and and it really falls back on her because she was going wild trying to use her powers excessively? Well, she's been going wild since issue one. If you really, if you, mm -hmm. if you're really ready, you, you know, issue one starts out with her and this giant battle in a bank where she just blows a giant hole in the, in the side of this building. Uh, issue three, almost half of the city gets destroyed between her and Lord Eclipse. So now the city's like, we can't, we can't handle this. We can't handle a superhero who's just going rogue, whatever she wants all the time. So that's where we, we get into things like, you know, we have to find our own heroes to defend us outside of Saul. Mm -hmm. mm. I love it. I love this it. This is literally the... Love it. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to that Kickstarter as well. Right, so Hopefully yeah. by the end of the month, we'll, I'll start uh, throwing out the links for that. Um, I'm still in the pre-planning stage. Uh, Danny J. Quick, if you out there, I need my, my, my uh, graphics son. <laughs> yeah, um, and I didn't. I didn't get to say anything about it because I saw it earlier. Uh, I, I don't call the matches on on uh, Tuesday night clockbacks, Kyrie. Uh, saw had her chance. They put her in the ring. She did. She did what she did. She almost came out on top. Right. I mean, she she's been given plenty of opportunity. All right. I'm just gonna say it like this: in the in the women's rumble, she had her chance, mm -hmm. but she got blindsided and lost. The one on one match. She destroyed uh, Iron Smith. Just she did. She did. She, she did. destroyed Iron Smith. In the recent match between her and um, Titan, mm -hmm. right? And uh, I, I can't remember in Jin. I can't remember Jujitsu. Whatever. Jujitsu Gates. She was winning that until Gates came up with her with a bat up to her head. 
So I'm just now, saying, one on one. I, you're showing a little bias there because she had a sledgehammer on Gates and was working her for like five minutes with that sledgehammer. I've never seen anyone hit someone so many times with a sledgehammer on Tuesday Night Clapbacks. All I'm saying is Saw has a mean streak. That if you push her to that that point, she's gonna do whatever she needs to do to survive. She does that in the comics, and she's gonna do that in the wrestling ring. Now, my girl's a goddess. Okay, you can't say that she's not powerful and then have her losing to these minuscule micro heroes, heroes that y'all throw at her. She needs to be the champion of FSK Women's Division. Easily, and I don't, man. I don't know why she's not. Well, I know why, y'all, y'all don't appreciate her the way but she should be appreciated. That's all I'm saying. I, I actually wanted to go see if I could find the clip of 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 her going crazy with this sledgehammer. Sorry, which was unlawful conduct. I'm getting into my my wrestling manager mode right now. So I, I see. <laughs> and for, and for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, we have a new show called Tuesday Night Clapback. It's a wrestling show. Yes. Featuring freestyle comic characters and other indie characters as wrestlers yes. uh, in, in, in the FSK ring. It is uh, hilarious. Uh, Danny Cooper, the editor-in-chief of FSK, and Tony Clapper are the wrestling commentary host. Uh, they have an amazingly hilarious back and forth. Uh, but the we, we basically, or Tony did, he did all the hard heavy lifting. Tony created all these characters in WWE 2022. Um, and then he took all their stats and raised them all to 100. And he simulates all the matches. And then he simulates the matches. And then he writes a storyline based off of how these matches play out for our, our wrestling season leading to FSK Mania 2, which is our WrestleMania event um, that we do in the summer. Uh, and we are on week eight. Uh, and Saw is, <laughs> Saw is in, our, in our league. And she is me. She, she is, is. me. <laughs> See, the problem is, is that you guys just want her to be this background character because she's on the FSK. And I'm feeling that because every time she goes to win, like she's one, two, and then bam, she gets kicked in the back or something. And I'm like, y'all just have no respect for her. So I get it. Y'all, y'all, it might be a little racial. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it might be a little racist, but FSK is. FSK is not what it needs to be. I'm just saying. Oh my goodness! Hold no, on. Wrestling, wrestling is my my second passion. Well, okay, no, football is my second passion. Wrestling is probably third. Uh, but there was a time when I was in my early 20s. I actually trained to be a professional wrestler uh, for about three years, and I really? did. Yeah, I did the. I traveled to different cities here in California. Did a couple shows. You know, I did all those things. So. Uh, I knew a couple guys that actually got to the WWE uh, ring. Actually, if if anybody is really familiar with wrestling, uh, Johnny Nitro, he's was in WWE for like ten years. Um, he actually is from Northern California. Uh, my trainer was his initial trainer too, so I got to meet him a couple times. And uh, I'm and when Tony said I'm doing this wrestling thing, I'm like I'm, I'm all on board. Use any character I have, you can have them all. Just throw me in there. He's like, all right, all right, I got you. Wait, so I have to ask this then. What would have been or what was your wrestling name? My wrestling name was El Negro Loco. I was the half-brother 
to the luchador champion El Flaco Loco. Um, and we both yeah. came up. El Flaco Loco is the crazy skinny guy. I was this crazy black guy. Um, and he was a champion at the time. And he decided to bring me in as a gimmick that I would be his half brother. And, uh, you know, it was fun because my friend El Flaco Loco, he's a five foot nine, a hundred mm-hmm. pounds, barely, maybe. Oh, look at and nonsense. at the time I was 180 pounds of muscle. Um, so we had a completely different look besides the fact that right. I'm dark skinned and he's, you know, pretty light skinned person there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my wrestling gimmick. I was a half brother and we had fun with it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, see, look at this. I mean, just... <laughs> uh, oh, I see the sledgehammer. Chuck said, damn, this has got to be the hottest lineup out there. <laughs> oh, Chuck, you're so nice. He, uh, he also asked, did you wear the luchador outfit? Uh, right. I didn't wear a full luchador outfit. I did wear the luchador mask. And we had T-shirts yeah. because our group, the entire faction, was called the Lucha Libre Mafia. So we had shirts that said Lucha Libre Mafia. And then I, I wore some wrestling shorts and, and shoes. But yeah, that was my that was my ring attire. Okay. And it was fun. I'm saying you might want to talk to her because she's out there just flaunting it around, showing off when she could be attacking. So if she didn't win, it's her own fault, Kyron. Uh, you know what? She's looking at the crowd, trying to figure out what she should do. And she said, you know what? This is my time to strike. And then uh, Jaijisu, whatever her name is, she goes in there with an illegal elbow to the knee. I mean, look at this. The ref's just standing there oh, oh, watching this. There's a sledgehammer. Just battering her. I mean, come this on. This is a no holds bars match, so anything I understand goes. that. I understand I that, but this shouldn't... This sh- the, 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 she's going to kick out. We know she's going to kick out. See, That's my girl right there. But <laughs> You can't do that to, to a goddess like this. I mean, come on. Now, look at that. Look at her Karana just out of nowhere. It's just mm. going uh, in with the headlock. Uh, oh call my that, god! <laughs> we call that the spark spike. She put her face into the mat. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. And look at that slow count by the ref. That should have been look, one, two, three. Look at this. The slow count. No. And then again, she's going in for the win. Tightening out of nowhere with this. Illegal maneuver. It's a definitely a legal maneuver. That can't be real. That can't be an allowed maneuver. I'm just saying. It can't be. Well, look. That's, that's all I can show. Uh, okay. If you guys want to see F- if you want to see Tuesday Night Comes with Clapbacks every clap Tuesday back. night, get Clapback, uh, hosted by Vinny V, Vinny yeah. Versus, and, and Danny Cooper every Tuesday night. Uh, it is a very entertaining time, man. So, uh, yeah, go Vinny V, he knows what he's talking about. That, that Danny Cooper, he... He, he needs to get glasses or something, but Vinny V, he knows what he's talking about. about these oh, glasses. you're a fan of Vinny V? I love you me some Vinny be. V. You would be a fan of Vinny V. <laughs> I mean, why not? Why not? <laughs> the man is smart, intelligent. He, he's knowledgeable. Gotta love Vinny V. Huh. Vinny V is a hack. He's a has-been. Uh, <laughs> but um, this is this is why I love indie comics. This is why I love making comic books. I don't even want to address this indie anymore. Um, I love making comic books, trying to come up with new ways to interact and engage with our audiences and 
you know, doing these things where I get to team up or tag up with with other creators so we can showcase these characters, you know, doing the chat and draw show, highlighting characters from other publishers and stuff. Uh, it's it's all super fun and a good time. Um, I want to thank you all for uh, hanging out with us. Uh, Sophie is killing these colors right now. She will finish these up and we'll get it over probably just in time for your Kickstarter, Kyron. Um, <laughs> and we will go ahead and do this first. Uh, Kyron, where can everybody find you at? Uh, you can find me online at TaurusComics.com. I am on Twitter and, God, I want to say YouTube, but that's not podcast. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram is Taurus Comics also. Awesome, awesome. Amayu, where can everybody find you at? You can find me on Instagram, Amayu82, like it says right down there or there. I don't know. Um, <laughs> or you can catch me on YouTube, Amayu1, and that's where I do my Amayu Raw, Real, and Uncut. We talk about funny things, sometimes serious things, but it's just, it's all good. Just great conversation. <laughs> awesome. And Sophie, where can everybody find you at? Oh, uh, you can find me at Instagram. My at is soapdope. Spelled D-O-A-P, soap again. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. All right, and you can find me as most perfect <laughs> art on all social media, and you can catch those freestyle comics at fsknow.com. Please give us a follow on our Follow Me page for the Epic 21 Kickstarter at fskgo.com. And if you are a first-time viewer, first-time tuning into the show and you enjoyed it, well, guess what? We have like eight other shows that are just as awesome as this one on the Ages and Geekdom Network. And you're already here, so why don't you go ahead and give us a like, combo that bitch into a subscription, and then justify it with a comment at the bottom about how you like it, and then go ahead and top that bitch off with the cherry and go share it out to your public. We would really appreciate that. I, I think that would be very helpful to us as we try to spread this network. Um, and I'm sure we got a show for you that you would enjoy. Um, several shows that play six days, no, seven days a week. Seven days a week, we have a different show on here. Um, Kyron has the Four Tales podcast on Saturday. Um, uh, Tony and I are starting a new show uh, called What the Fig, as in uh, what the fig is going on, because we're going to be talking about action figures and stuff. Uh, we'll be following Four Tales. I don't know when we're going to premiere yet, probably next two weeks, because uh, I'm working on our intro. But yeah, uh, check us out. Thank you, chat, for hanging out with us. Uh, thank you for checking this episode out. I hope you all enjoyed it. Um, but this has been a, a great episode, and I want to thank you all, and we will catch you on the next one. Later. Woo. <laughs> you know, I think that I should ask Mr. Watson. I think that I should ask Mr. Watson. I think that I should ask Mr. Watson. I think that I should ask Mr. Watson.